How about now? How's my audio? Yeah, you sound fucking good, bro. Yeah, not bad, right? You know, you sound fucking good. Yeah, not bad, right? <sighs> you what? sound fucking good, bro. Yeah, Quality bad, right? 1977 fucking NPR. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. We're welcome about, back. Talking about how to fucking make your eggs better with cum. Okay, so basically what we're going to do here is we're going to make our eggs Did I just say that? How to make your eggs better with cum? Dude. Trademark. Cut that out of the podcast. Trademark. Cut that out of the podcast. I'm not going to cut it. I'm editing this week. I'm not going to cut it out. Um. Also, I feel like my lighting is... Like, look at my fucking jawline right now. Yeah, you sound a little Kanye West after the crash, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I want to fucking... But you're fucking looking... Like I don't know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but you're looking you're fucking great. Man. You're looking nice and... Nice and fucking pale. Nice and fucking sickly. Pale? Come on, man. Yeah, bro. I'm loving it. How about me? You like my purple light? Oh, you're looking fucking pebble-ish. you fruity pebbles, bro. That's mm. what you look like mm. right now. Mm-hmm. You look like a Fruit Loops commercial, man. Mm-hmm. You look like a Fruit Loops commercial, but they forgot to light the front of the, sh- like the whole scene. You know but they mean? only have the purple light on. They don't have the red, the green, or the blue light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't set up. They've Are we ready to roll? Up, no, we only have one of the colors of the rainbow. Rolling! Sounds peace. Dude, I need to tell you something. If I'm a little bit slurry today, and maybe a little bit like... Ew, oh, you is are. He, is he out of it? No, if I'm a little bit... If you happen to notice a single slur... Just That's did. because I've got my bite aligners. My boy's I've getting his in, fucking teeth right then, yeah? Aligners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, boy's yeah, yeah. getting his fucking teeth right. I've got uh, a new set uh, every week to put in. To fix my teeth, you guys. So they're like, are they like slightly anymore? each week? They're slightly different, like shape, kind of like. Oh, but slowly. it's so painful. Yeah, just a pressure. It and moves shit. every week. Mm-hmm. Bunch of pressure, and the worst part is, I got my impressions done when I had my top wisdom teeth. And the worst part is, I got my freaking best <laughs> friend on the line. <laughs> and the worst part is, I'm not even hot. The worst part is, I got my impressions done when I had my top two wisdom teeth that I recently just got removed, and then. They sent me Invisalign that, spite aligners, similar thing, aligners that um, have the the sock like the the I don't know what a space you call for it for a space for those teeth that aren't there. So now that's just open and Ooh. cutting the back of my fucking. Uh, Are you able uh, to like uh, um, uh, fix it for uh, the next one uh, that they send? Yeah, I can't they fucking me see the first, that, man. I don't have a telescope. Okay. Well, they sent the first 15 weeks of aligners. Oh, so fuck. the first 15 You've, aligners. I think that so. there's a way that you can, you should be able to hit them up and be like, hey, I have my wisdom teeth removed. Is there any way I could do a new mold without yeah, that? Because I, especially if it's a health thing where it's like, hey, it's cutting into my gums, they're going to be like, oh, that's fucked. Yeah, it's pretty fucked and it's pretty painful. But what I've been doing is uh, with a file, I filed it down a lot back there. You voided the warranty, man. Well, what? Am I going to return them, man? They're not going to be in my ass. <laughs> These ones suck. <laughs> These ones... These ones suck. You just take Wait, all your teeth out. Uh, That's sick, uh, though, bro. I'm happy for you, man. I can't wait to see you in six months. Dude, not six months. Three months. Only three months to get fucking... Three months. Straight? Straight. 
Three months, they say. That's fucking tight, man. Because, dude, Bite has this little, like, vibrating thing that I have to do for, like, five, 10, 5 to 15 minutes a day. I put it in my mouth, and I bite down on it with the thing, and it vibrates. And mm. they say that helps Helps kind of move it in a little bit, like, the move fucking, them, loosen them maybe a yeah. little bit so that they take shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like some that. bullshit like that, Yeah, man. some bullshit. Some bullshit like fucking, that, dude. Some bullshit. Yeah. That's sick, some dude. some dog shit like that. Man, should I, I get that wait, for man. my gap? Do you? No, I like your gap though. It's a little bit like it's something you don't ever think about with your smile. But if it wasn't there, I would think I would miss it. It's a little. It's like you part know, of just. Yeah, I agree. And like you. I mean, twenty six years in, I'm used to this, and I, I it, uh-huh. it's a unique thing. I, you know, I don't have a perfect, like smile of just perfectly straight teeth. You know, it's funny. I was watching Jersey Shore Family Vacation, and fucking Ronnie, uh-huh. like. Did you ever watch Family his Vacation? Teeth? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Remember when his like fucking crazy ex like ran him over with the car or something like that? And then he had like a couple of his teeth Barely. fucked or something. So then he got like brand new veneers. I know. And they're his like, new, dude, they're like ultra awful. white fucking. And they, they're like those Way veneers where there's no space between the teeth. It's like a single yeah. fucking thing. So he has one big mm-hmm. tooth pretty much on top and bottom. Dude, it's one fucking tooth. <laughs> there's no space in between them. And That's like so he funny. smiles, he's like, oh, ha, 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 ha. and it's just like fucking ultraviolet, man. Sam, oh, Sam, look at this my teeth. Sam, I made fun of your big toe, Sam. I'm a big toe man with <laughs> one, two tooth. <laughs> Dude, Ronnie's so fucking dumb. I fuck with Ronnie though, man. He's a troubled soul. You don't know him, man. You can tell him what you really think of him. Me and Ronnie, dude, we go way back, bro. We're not even from you, Staten Island. Me, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. Unbelievable, man. I want to watch Jersey Shore all over again. We should have do a fucking it. marathon. I did that already. But I'll we'll do it again. One. Will you do it again? Of course. I love that show. It's so fun. That show is one of my guilty pleasures, man. Not even guilty. I don't, I'm not ashamed of the fact yep. that I love Jersey Shore. You want to know why, man? Let's, you know that show when it first came out, that me. first season, and it fucking blew up? Originally, that was supposed to be like a real-world type of show where they have new people every season. Yes, and then, sir. And then they were like, oh, these people is what makes this show. And then These people is what makes the show, the yeah. The people's champion, man. You know what is what makes episode good show. Dude, let's get rid of guilty pleasures. Yeah, let's just get, like what you like, man. Of, Unless you're a fucking freak hey, and you're into some kid shit, then you can, you can just go then like you this. can fuck off and get your fucking head stomped in in a field. Yeah, I wouldn't classify that as, as like, a guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasures. <laughs> um, okay, well, if I'm being honest, and you guys can't judge me, pleasure. I am attracted to children. <laughs> get the fuck out. Pleasure. I think I just think that that is a fucking guilty pleasure. Like people are at a party sharing their guilty pleasures. I love um, Real Housewives. I'm actually I'm honestly almost always watching cinnamon porn. Cinnamon porn. (laughs) Wow, that's funny. That's very funny. That's very funny. But also, not what I meant. It's really funny. Yeah, no, it was what you meant, man. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think that. <laughs> Anyways, I want to get rid of guilty pleasures, man. Right, and we're gonna own it. We're gonna own guilty pleasures in this world because life's too short to admit that. Oh, I feel bad that I love this. No, yeah. you don't. Because you Dude, love when it. When I watch my, when I watch Jersey Shore, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm having I'm a great s- time. The I'm with my fucking family and friends, man. I'm one of the gang. Dude, 
I'm one of them. Let's just say this. When you watch something that you recognize that your friends might think is lame, you can just be like, I like it. They don't, my friends don't like it, but I like it. Yeah, and it's then, and then you have that mindset of trying to get rid of guilty pleasures, but they don't. You gotta get rid but of that they guilt, don't, man. And then they yeah. stop being your friend. So mm-hmm. it'll take a few years for the culture to catch up with this. But what we're seeing right now, this is groundbreaking is movement, shit, man. man. Yeah. This is the movement Fuck right yeah. here. What should we call this our is movement, the man? movement. Movie night madness. The movement. The movie. Movie night madness, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> movie night madness, the movie. And it's starring you know what, uh, Drake Pitt. Speaking of Drake and Josh. Oh, oh speaking, speaking of Drake, Drake and Josh. Oh, dude. Did we, oh my God. Did we, Were I, we I together when we saw that? No, I was watching it on stream. Bro. But, yeah. That's so fucking Holy funny. shit. Wow. Also, I love shame. that like you and me, bro, like we're right fucking what? there, dude. Oh, we're right like, fucking there, man. We'll have the slightest, even barely like oh. barely even connected mm. idea or thought Say or it. word. And we immediately yep. are on fucking Clip. synced, bro. Yeah. What are you watching what a video? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> totally. Oh. Talk oh. To him again. What's Say up, dude? <laughs> Oh, you're talking? Um, hang on. Drake Josh. Drake's Bell. Drake fucking Drake's Bell, Bell man. seems to have gone to prison for child endangerment. Uh, what a thing. What a fucking thing. I don't even know what that fucking means, man. It means he created a situation in which a minor was in danger. Oh, so it wasn't gross shit? No, it, it was because there were accusations from. Well, first of all, his I think it was his ex. Like, what did he dangle him off a cliff and say, "Give me your lunch, man"? And it, like, I'm just Dude. trying to figure out. Well, what I happened. and I might be wrong, but I believe his ex girlfriend or ex partner um, was was a 12 year old <laughs> accused him of extreme abuse, physical, mental, oh. emotional abuse. And it was like a lawsuit, and it might have been settled out of court or something like that. But it was a few a few years back, and then this comes up, and like apparently more people are coming to light. And he, man, yeah. we, I'm gonna look this up real quick because this is something. Yeah, we should probably look up and say the things that happened because it could it could be anything. We think it could be none of what we're talking about. I just remember the headline. Yeah, because someone told me. Okay, yeah. And then, so he's been and charged. Instead of reading it, excuse me. Fuck me. What's up, dude? That's okay. Let me. Yeah, I'll get this out. Right. Okay, here I go. God, there's so much pressure. This better be a banger. Here we go. Oh, he and f- three. He forgot two, what he said. One. Sing it now. Um, I heard that he went to to. I think I just read that, that he, he got charged for child endangerment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. And then someone sent me a song he made. He did a fucking song parody. Oh, not even a parody, sorry. A song cover of Gucci Gang. My beloved do cocaine. <sighs> and he did it like Billy Ray Cyrus would have done it. Unironically, country. My beloved do cocaine. Make a pussy wet. He said something like that. Make a pussy wet. It's so Fucking, we need to listen to it. We need to listen to it now. This is what's going to happen. Okay. This is what's going to happen. We're going to listen to it. Well, 
Gucci Gang. We're gonna get copyright, man. Drake Bell. No, because it's just his his YouTube cover. All right, well, send it to right. me because I have to play it since I'm recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, just I'm here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, 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 no. Because then I have to get out of the Discord thing. Let me just look it up. Drake right, 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 right. Bell. Um, Pussycat, Pussycat, what's the name of the song? Gucci, <laughs> Pussycat, Pussycat. <laughs> Gucci Gang. Oh, fuck. Pussycat, Pussycat. It's so funny, oh, dude. Oh, here we go. Hold it's on, so funny. All We're right. gonna listen to all fucking. Two minutes right. and 40 seconds of it. I'm going to share it. Are you sharing? Hold on. I'm going to share it. Ladies and gentlemen, please buckle up for child endangering Drake Bell performing his latest hit cover of Gucci Gang. Performed Gucci in the style Gang. of Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> All right. Billy Ray Cyrus. Which this totally reminds me of when Billy Ray Cyrus released songs making fun of uh, Miley when she first started going crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he he did a couple songs. Does anybody remember those? Okay, let's check this out. This is huge. When did you do this? Do you see it? I see it. I'm ready. I'm in. The bong rip and the coughing. Spent ten racks on a new chain. My bed love do cocaine. I fuck a bit. I forgot a name. A bit. I can't buy in a wedding ring. Rather go and buy ball mains. Okay, just skip to like the last third. Yeah, a little bit. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. My lean costs more than your rent. Your mama still lives in a tent. I still sling a dope in the jet. Me and my grandma take meds. No, this shit be knowing me. Oh, fuck my teacher, cartoonery. Ready? I bought some red bottoms, cost energies. Fuck your real life, fuck your company. It's gonna happen soon. Fuck a little bitch and Fuck a little bitch and make his pussy wet. <laughs> Yo, fuck off, Drake. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah Get dude, fucked, Four Eyes, you fucking so... loser. Oh, I'm gonna fucking tombstone pile drive you through a fucking cement floor, you stupid piece of shit. I love when James gets goes from like laughing to so mad. <laughs> Dude, get the fuck, fuck out of here, man. How fucking dare you? I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what your guilty pleasure is, Drake. Because guess what? You are that freak. You are that fucking piece of shit, man. God, that was You are that freak. Jake, Bell. It's already look, it's already so hot in the valley. If you live in the valley, I you know. fucking know. It's 106 degrees today. And my AC decides to conk out, so it's not dropping below, like, 88. So I'm my over AC here heated up, bro. And you're going to make me listen to Drake Bell's fucking pussycat Fuck dolls cover? make his pussycat. <laughs> God, like, I'm heated, man. Why did he have to say All that? right, well, let me get back to these accusations. Fuck a little bitch make a pussy wet. What a disgusting note to end on. 
<laughs> I know. God, bro. That's like exactly he like what and I he thought. said it and he's like thinks he's what so he thinks he's no. so like country swag about it. And he's like, just so, got like, charged with mm. child endangerment. <laughs> God, dude. Fuck little bitch makes pussy wet. Just getting charged with child endangerment. Oh fuck, oh. bro. Okay, so look at this. Drake Bell, as we all know, <laughs> the former fucking star of the hit <laughs> Nickelodeon freak, show, man. Drake and Josh. The one and only, one of the greatest yeah. like childhood like sitcom shows ever. Yeah. If not the yeah. best. If not the. He has been charged on two counts of crimes against children, against a child in Ohio. <laughs> he referred to, Bell referred to by his first name, Jared. Jared! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Drake Bell's from first Subway? name is Jared? Jared from fucking what Subway? Are you fuck? kidding me? Wow. Charged with an attempt with the attempted endangering of children, a fourth degree felony, yikes, uh, and disseminating matter harmful to juveniles. That's a sickening fucking thing. Because you know when when things are like legal jargon, like the legal term for it. Yeah. When when something is called disseminating matter harmful to juveniles. Yeah. That sounds. I don't even know what, what that is. Oh, and look at his fucking you're picture. Of in some. You're thinking of... Dude. Dude, that's Dude, his fucking... Him. This is him. He, no, he's got a little fucking smirk on his dumbass face. Dude, he's like... Dude. <laughs> Dude. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this picture up so everyone can see it. Yeah, and I got to fucking... Like this. <laughs> like he's in the middle of saying something and then they're about to snack the picture. So he's like... Yeah, and then I did the cover of the... So I did the cover of the song and I said make pussy wet. So, and that's him in getting fucking booked into jail. Having a conversation, <laughs> and then he's playing it off his fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. So, according to the court docket, the alleged offenses took place on December first, twenty seventeen, right about the time when Sugar Pine Seven was getting started. That's actually awesome. <laughs> on Thursday, Bell pleaded not guilty and posted his twenty five hundred dollar bond on Thursday. Okay, don't start a sentence with Thursday and then end the sentence with Thursday. <laughs> Dude, Thursday. this is the sentence. On Thursday, then, Bell pleaded not guilty and posted his $2,500 bond on Thursday. On Thursday. <laughs> like as if you already forgot what day it was. <laughs> Shit, man, get over it. The judge ordered Bell to have no contact with the alleged victim and has also ordered Bell to submit a DNA specimen to the sheriff. Oh, that's his nut. That's disgusting. Dude, the sheriff wanted his nut. Oh man, I need Dre I need Jared Bell's nut yesterday. Just for science. The investigation revealed that the 15-year-old victim who had established a relationship with Bell sev several years prior, so around 12 or 13. Um, Good god, man. Good fucking god. So this this victim, this 15-year-old victim has tended his And concert. Jared Bell's 30, right? Oh, he's pushing 40, I'm sure. Oh my god, yeah. bro. So the, the victim attended his concert back in December 2017. Um, while there, Bell violated his duty of care and in doing so created a risk of harm to the victim. Now, what does that mean? The Cleveland police... Violated his duty of care. Maybe um, did something to create a dangerous situation or environment that could be considered... So he didn't fucking suck? I don't know. No, no. I don't know, because I'm not seeing... Well, right. let's continue reading here. The Cleveland police sure. also found that Bell had sent the minor inappropriate social media messages uh, 
for months leading up to the concert. Bell was 31 yeah. at the time. Wow. Hey. <laughs> Fuck you, Drake. <laughs> Fuck your little bitch, man. Making pussy wet, dude. That's what fucking people are going to do to you in prison, bitch. Oh, they're going to make that bussy wet, dude. Oh, dude, oh. fuck a little Jared make his bussy wet. <laughs> dude, imagine. Dude, that would be so funny. That they, that's how they fucking roast him in prison. Holy mm -hmm. shit. Dude, who wants to fuck little fucking Jared's fucking bussy, Fucking crunch dude. up some hot Cheetos and throw it at him. <laughs> you loser. Right. It says here, um, Ian Friedman, who is the attorney representing... Jared um, said in a statement to CBS News that all facts will be... I love how when something... I'm not in the middle of talking. What's up, guy? No, no, no. I just... I love how when... As soon as, like, it gets revealed that someone's fucking a creep, it's like, now they're Jared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, their name is not who they are. Yeah. It's like, okay, but this is really who this dirtbag is. This fucking piece of shit's name is Jared, first of all, first and foremost. It's not Jared and Josh, is it? No. No, it's so not it's, he said the, the attorney, his attorney said all facts will be revealed in the courtroom and that they would not be making additional additional comments at this time. So, yeah, this is all according to CBS News, which is a little CBS, a little liberal, <laughs> a little too liberal for you. Yeah. Yucky. Uh, it changes on Fox News. Is <laughs> Let me know when Fox puts out an article about it. Well, Tell no, me I mean, it. you know what, Drake will be fine because then they'll they'll hire him at Fox News to be a a, a, a commentator, man. Are they cocks there? Sure. Are they are they cocky? Sure, cocky. Cool. Yeah, cocky. In what sense? Like NHL playoffs. No. What? <laughs> She's a slap shot. Hucky. Hucky. <laughs> um, that's hilarious, though, that whole situation. Um, the funniest part of this, though, is that fucking song. He deserves to rot for that, man. That's like some song. shit that you yeah. make and then you put out and then you instantly regret it, but you can never take it back. Uh-huh. He didn't regret it, though. You know what I mean? Like, no. He, put that out. He, he still stands by that. I wonder if that's what they're referring to, the endangerment to... A minor was making oh, that minor, song. Yeah, making that song. Yeah, so many minors listen to it. It's endangered. It's really, it's really endangered the world. It's also so random that he like blew up as like a musician in Mexico. Like that's where he oh, lives. He did? In his, that like, was real. Yeah, he lives in Mexico, and like his f whole career. That's why he doesn't do anything like that we know of anymore because he's like huge in Mexico. I heard about that, huge, and now he's in jail. Right. So Jared it doesn't really matter. Bell. I can't really find a whole lot about Jared Bell. Oh, immediately. Dude, if you jump in Jared Bell. So his name was never Drake Bell. Drake was literally a nickname for the character on Drake and Josh. Oh, and then he his just started going is by. and has always been Jared Bell. That's not even like his middle name, but that's his stage name. Yeah. Is Josh his so real name? Josh Peck? Josh Peck is Josh Peck. I remember. Remember when we met Josh at the streamies? When we won? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really nice. I could tell he didn't know who did the he, fuck we were. But I was going to say, I, did he know? I talked to him playing? after we won show of the year, and he was, like, very, like, nice and supportive and, like, encouraging. Yeah. And I was like, hey, thanks, man. Like, you just made this a little more happy. Wow. I saw him also on the street one time when he was pushing his baby in a stroller. And I said, hey, man. He said, hey. And he kept walking immediately. So. What? What? What, man? <laughs> I'm punching my baby. <laughs> the fuck do you want, dude? You want me to fucking do this? You want me to do, do this? this? 
fucking shaking his tits. Oh, okay, fuck. wait, Drake Bell. What was I gonna say? Ended his own career. Oh yeah, I'm trying to find dude. Drake Bell. I want to see, like, what? Because I should be able to see some sort of song that's popping. Oh, two years ago, Fuego Lento, 25 million views. I'm gonna listen to it. Well, nah. Let's just be quiet. Hang on. It's not good. It's not good. I just needed that. I just need that moment. I never heard any of this stuff. Okay, I understand. I, I mean, understand I still, I still fuck with "I Found a Way," man. The Drake and Josh theme song. I have that on my fucking playlist, dude. At the party the other day. Still, dude. Still to this day. You support to this you, day. You support him now? Yep. Still? Yep. That's your fucking ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> That's my it's ring doorbell. That's my ring doorbell tones. Anytime. Dude, that's your fight song? <laughs> put it on. Put it on. Put it on, please. Please. I'm about to begin a fucking horrible fight, man. And if you open up your eyes. Ow. Oh, fuck. Dude. Um, God, man. Guess what I just did to change the subject. Um, You just said, guess what I just did. I think that was probably it, right? That was the cue. Bro, I, put, I posted my first TikTok. Yeah, I saw it, dude. You missed the mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it saw so it, dude. Good. You missed it. <laughs> missed you it missed totally. <laughs> I did think it was funny. And my honest criticism, it was just the, the punchline. Setup, great. Song, great. Facial expression, great. I could pronounce all this better. But the line. But I also couldn't think of anything better myself, to be well, fair. Well, I didn't ask for your critique on it. But I gave it to just you. Just your support. Yeah. Being like, hey, proud of you, man. No, in all really honesty, proud. you know. I'm really proud of you, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate I it. I really am, dude. I really am. You got to be on TikTok. You're a funny motherfucker, Thank dude. Thank you. Um, yeah, so let me just get real for a second. I posted that, and I felt really proud of myself because. It's really good. It is In good. the past, funny. like, you know, this whole past year, I've been, like, slowly coming back up to, like, be feeling creative and feeling like myself and feeling confident and shit. And I've uh -huh. been wanting to make content in some way, mm -hmm. shape, or form. Um, and obviously, I, I had those yeah. music videos and shit. But like, those are just like moments. Yeah, you know we're what I mean? also we are comedians. Doesn't matter exactly. what we want to do. It's I want to make funny shit. And we've been suppressing make, that for so for long. so long, dude. And now I'm finally like, dude. The past like two weeks, I've filled my notes with like TikTok ideas and shit. Let's go, and boy! I, I finally was like, and this isn't even one of the ones that I wrote down. I literally just I took a shit and. I was so sweaty because my yeah. fucking AC is busted in here. And I came back and I sat here and I was like, this popped into my head, just that idea. And I was like, that's funny. I'm just going to fucking record it. And that's the, what I love about TikTok, dude, because. And you know what? I used to fucking hate on TikTok. Instantly. And I used to talk shit about mm -hmm. TikTok. And I did that with you. And I apologize because I understand TikTok now. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it's just that. It's fun, man. dude. And uh, it's literally just, just fun. It's fun like shit. You have a funny idea where you laugh and like, oh, that's so funny. Instead of that just going to the abyss, you just film it and you put it up and it'll either do really well or it won't. But you you gave that idea, that that moment, the possibility. And TikTok has such a great algorithm that if something's genuinely funny and it has a wide appeal and anyone can get it, it'll fucking go viral. Yeah. And you know? like I have a lot on my mind and that I've been thinking about and developing of different content I want to make. Um mm -hmm as well as like more professionally produced like short films and stuff that I want to make uh -huh. this year. 
And I just feel like there's so much going on right now in my life that is like opening up and allowing me to be able to do that. Like I'm in the right headspace that I haven't right. been in in the longest time. Not, I mean, here and there. I, I fuck it. Like I just here feel good everywhere. right now. I feel good right now. Good. Creative, inspired, and like confident. And um, yeah, especially with the move. You should. Like uh, such a fresh start in, at a new place. I'm so excited for, dude. Like, bro, post like a couple TikToks a week, bro. Yeah, easily. It, it's actually, and I'm learning, and I've learned the past month. Because I knew TikTok was valuable in the sense of like growing an audience and stuff like that. And then I got kind of bored of it and I haven't done as much as I should be doing, if any at all. Um, but I've learned even in music, like it's a wildly important tool mm-hmm. that uh, like I need to start posting and I'm going to start posting more you know, music shit and, yeah. and bits and stuff like that. Um, but it's just, it's genuinely useful and fun and you should be literally posting it and considering it like, almost like part of your job like you should be doing it yeah i mean i'm not i'm not quite there yet i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna have fun with it man and like make these little skits and shit because it's an easy way to make short little funny things little ideas to just like keep the juices Uh going and the momentum going you know um i and then get some validation from it you know what i mean like that's it's good to like have that idea have it validated and and you know it 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 fuels the the train the comedic train I, i find when you're a creative and a comedian in the space that we're in, that fuel, some, you know, something's got to feed the fire. Yeah. And that releasing the content and getting the feedback back from it definitely is is some of the fuel. 100%, man. You know? And that's like definitely, I feel like we've talked about it, you know, when we did SB7 full time, that was a constant <laughs> thing that was in our life was that validation, just that that immediate yeah. response of putting something out and having Which is it. why we were just so cocky. <laughs> but then but then that was taken from us, right? Take it yeah, from us. taken from us. <laughs> Yeah, it was taken. And we just like zero, like a hundred miles per hour to zero, man. It just stopped. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then we were all trying to figure out our own things and like, yeah, I just had to. I immediately filled that void with a different kind of validation. It wasn't comedic validation, but work validation. Yeah, for sure. And I'm feeling fucking validated. What the fuck? Oh, that's from where I fucking clocked you. Oh, right. Bit of a bitch, bro. It's so it's so hot in here. It's just now starting to cool down. Like my AC is just now starting to start to work again. But um, what was I going to say? Um, also, yeah, I've been feeling that from my work too, just working at mm-hmm. the at the lighting shop, like feeling fucking knowing what the Good fuck I'm doing. Good and confident as exactly. a person. You know what I mean? Just, like, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting some money, but I'm also fucking learning. I'm at this job in order to be in the industry and work in the industry and also just be inspired from being around that. Bro, I was on the Warner Brothers lot hey, the man. other day, like the main Warner Brothers lot, picking up um, some fucking grip shit. And just like, yeah, I just took a second to like look around and be like, you know, I'm just doing working at this lighting shop. It's obviously not my end goal, but I'm in it now. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I'm standing here on the Warner Brothers lot, not as a visitor, as a fucking person who's working and like meeting everyone who's working in the different mm-hmm. like electrical and grip departments and just like fucking shooting the shit. And everyone's Dude. so fucking cool, bro. There's people standing outside on the on the f- walking past the sidewalk going, "Wow, I wish I could go in there." You're on the other fucking side, dude, working there. It's crazy. It's cool, you know? man. I'm I'm very grateful for that, you know, and I'm just taking that every day like just showing up, working hard, absorbing every bit of knowledge that I can. Like I'm already, yeah, I'm yeah. working with great people, you know a couple of them. Like just it's yeah, it's yeah. fucking it's good, man. I'm in a good I'm in a good place right now, and I'm very grateful for that. And that's a thing that I recommend everybody does when Everyone goes through hard times. They go through lows, right? 
but never stop being grateful because that's the mm-hmm. way you change your perspective on your situation. Mm-hmm. Because life's not always fucking peachy, right? You go through hard fucking shit, but you will always find something to be grateful for. So then don't lose that gratitude once you come out the other end and you start to be feeling better, you're happier, you're more motivated, whatever it is, don't lose that gratitude. Because that shit... I fucking totally agree, dude. Yeah. Gratitude, if you're feeling gratitude, that is... That takes place of anxiety and stresses and... And fear. And... And, and fear and stuff like that. You, it, they don't exist at the same time. And you can control gratitude by writing down. I was feeling, I was having like a fucking panic attack like two months ago. And I, I was like, like researching how to get rid of it. And I, I, I watched this video of this person saying like, okay, think about, you know, 10 th- or five things that you're really grateful for. And then write down, uh, write them down. And it was like this, 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 it was general things. And I was like, okay, now I'll specifically write three things down, very specific things that you're grateful for. And um, there was other exercises in it that had to do with breathing and stuff like that. But like that instantly, like it doesn't cure it, no. but it, it significantly, I was like, oh, 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 first it was like, okay, rate your stress right now out of 10, zero to 10. And then after I did this thing, it's like, rate your stress. And it was like five points lower, genuinely. Yeah. Because there, you cannot... Like that gratitude takes place of a lot of stress and stuff 100%. like that. It, you can't be a hundred ten like ten out of ten stressed and ten out of ten grateful. Yeah. They don't exist mm-hmm. in the same world. So if you and you can control gratitude. So put that in and you will immediately feel better. It's such a powerful tool. Yeah. And it's not uh-huh. just it and it, it seems like it honestly is in a way so simple. But it doesn't seem simple when you're in that anxiety and in that fear. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like a simple thing, but but you can do it at any time. Mm-hmm. And what it does is the same thing with, with like breathing and controlling your breathing and being mindful of your breathing. Gratitude mm-hmm. also grounds you and brings you back to the present moment instead of like mm-hmm. being overwhelmed with all these different stresses and, and different factors and shit. Like you're thinking about the things you're, gra- you're grateful for and then they're the focus on your brain. They're the things mm-hmm. that are like right here instead of those fears or anxieties and stuff like that. And yeah, that's like such a powerful tool that everybody needs to fucking practice. And you know mm-hmm. what, man? Huge thank you to our sponsor of today's episode, Honey. We all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, and they range from all different things you can imagine tech things, gaming things, furniture, clothing, almost anything that you're online shopping for, Honey can most likely find you the best discount code for it. So check this out. You're shopping online, right? You're going, you're browsing the aisles, you're here with your girls, and you find your favorite site, right? You and your girls, you find your favorite site, and when you check out, the Honey button just drops right down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, it automatically applies the best one that it finds, and you just watch the prices drop, baby. So Lorna and I are moving, and we're, we just bought a lot of new things for the new house, a new couch, a new dresser, new bedside tables, like so much new shit. Um, and Honey was there. We used Honey f- uh, to apply any coupon codes that they found for us. And it was that easy because when you're buying new things, especially furniture, it's really pricey. So to have Honey there to find us the best coupon codes without us having to go through and find 
them all and test them all if they work. Honey does that for you. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over 2 billion with a B, $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting Beyond the Pine. It's so easy to do. Um, I use Google Chrome. So you just go to the App Store, you find Honey, and you click Add Extension. And within seconds, it downloads and installs the extension, and you're good to go. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com beyond. That's joinhoney.com beyond. Help support the podcast and help find yourself some savings using Honey. Thank you so much, Honey, for sponsoring this episode. What was I going to say? I had something written down. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Going to cross this out. Okay. James has actually been reading a script this whole, <laughs> oh, fuck line. This whole time. So, yeah. Uh, hi, I'm James. Hi, I'm James. <laughs> um, Dude, my tongue is so cut up. Fuck, bro. <laughs> that sucks, man. I, I would definitely say try to, like, get new ones. Because you don't want to deal know. with that. Especially with your still healing, like... Wisdom tooth fucking spots, man. You don't want to deal with that shit. You're right. You're right. Um, I'm on it. A little bit of a video game conversation. Oh, please. So E3 just happened or is happening or something is happening. Is it E3? Uh Is E3 happening? I think it's E3. So a game I'm very excited for, they just released a gameplay trailer for. What game? Elden Ring. Mm. You ever heard of it? Sounds like it's right up my fucking alley, dude. Maybe. I think it will. In fact... I think this will be more than the other games that are made from this same developer. So it's made from okay. From Software, who make Dark Souls and all those games. Ah, uh, okay. But wait, you lost me. but wait. No. <laughs> it's their first open Hold world on. game. It's open world and more of an RPG. But it's all and it dude, so it's Miyazaki who made all those games and George R. R. Martin also developed hmm. the lore and the world building and stuff, mm-hmm. which is Game of Thrones. But you never watched Game of Thrones, right? I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Okay, well, just know that it's dope. But so the game tray trailer. <laughs> the gameplay tra- game tray. <laughs> the gameplay trailer dropped, and it looks so fucking good, dude. It looks so sick. Why don't you play some? We can fucking watch nah. it. Right. Nah, more, more editing for me to do. Yeah, understood, understood, understood. But one day, because you know, we've been talking about doing this in person again, um, getting a little studio or something, or just a, a little bit more of like a, a steady setup where we can do this in person. Bro, uh-huh. eventually we're going to have a fucking person putting yeah. shit on. Dude, if we have, um, if we're rolling one camera on a physical camera, we can have a computer, the computer that's rolling our audio, record the screen as well. Mm-hmm. And then it's synced. Well, I think we should still have so that when two we, cameras. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, because you have camera, I have camera. Yeah, we'll think about that. We'll definitely okay, think sure. Because the switching, unless we put the two <coughs> cameras up at the same time, if it's just you and I, what do you mean? We're busy people. Having to switch, like, like you remember how Jamie would cut live, cut to your camera, cut to my camera. Do you know how long it takes to edit? Fuck, you're right. Like six hours, bro. <laughs> like so long to edit it. Which is fine, you guys. We care enough about this podcast. I'm a busy guy. We're both busy. <laughs> Dude, I said that, totally setting you up for that. James, James is, um... I have an actual job, man. 
my career is my actual job, bro. Good. I am literally in debt of writing songs because of deals. Where's my career? Damn right, dude. And who? You know what I'm saying? Um, totally, bro. Totally. <gasps> I have to show you the, this new song. Uh, Fuck this new yeah. Song. Fuck yeah. Oh my god, I want to show you it right after the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Wow, remind me. Maybe. I'm scratching. Uh, awesome. <laughs> the other hand, though. Anyways, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the game. Um, that's all I know about it right now. So it's like Dark Souls. It's basically Soars. Dark Souls. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Dark Souls. Yeah, but it's, but it's open, open world, world RPG. and RPG. So um, okay. I imagine it being like Dark Souls meets The Witcher. Cool. It's gonna be tight, yeah. dude. I'm so excited for it. I've had a problem getting into The Witcher. Have you tried? I tried. It was just Witcher boring. 3? It's I'm very so like to... long and dense. Like that's actually why I, I didn't like. Um, not that I didn't like, but I didn't. I guess give it the chance to get into. I tried to play Skyrim one time, and oh, I just though. like it was such a long and in depth like intro and all that stuff. And like once you're basically out of like the intro, then you're just like, all right, well, what the fuck do I do now? Um, mm. And I think just minus at the, the big, like, at the time, story like. Right, right, right. Minus, minus the main quest that you're easily finding on your map. The main, like the arrow on the map. I turn the HUD off, man. I like to just... <laughs> <laughs> you turn the HUD off. I like to oh, what the fuck the do I do now? <laughs> Dude, yeah, Skyrim, I find that, like, when I was a kid, I used to have time for these long, long games that didn't reward me as much because I liked the idea of beating a game regardless of how long it took yeah. or how rewarded I felt in each session of playing. But... I also had nothing else to do with my time. So what was I going to do for the next eight hours? It was play video games, but what game was I going to play? Right. It wasn't a matter of if I was going to play video games or do something productive. It was like, what game am I going to play today for eight hours? I have a hard time or finishing those big-ass games that I've found. Like, yeah, me too. I just started playing Red Dead Redemption 2 again, and I fucking love it, especially, dude, with the 2080. It's a fucking movie. It's so nice, oh. and I love it, and it's an amazing game in every way, shape, and form. But the last time I played it, I didn't even finish the main story. I, I was in, yeah. I was like fucking... But I also don't like... Because you know how Steve, like whenever he plays a big game like that, he just fucking like Real juggernauts fucking through the main days. story, and then he's like mm -hmm. over it. I like to do all the side the shit. I like to yeah, do all the side... The yeah, exactly, dude. With the game like that, you have to take your time with it, immerse yourself in it, play all the side missions, all the little yeah. like non-quest just shit to go find like oh here's a fucking crazy little thing that i just found it's almost like role-playing when you jump yeah, into a game like that like, it is an rpg but i mean like literally like not just beating a game but literally experiencing these little moments that are insignificant to your progress yeah. and and stuff like that really and like throw you into the world and, and that's what you remember from it 100 percent, dude what i remember from fucking star wars battlefront 2 going to fucking um <laughs> what's that map that has all the tree huts oh fucking endor Endor, dude, and throwing grenades off the end and jumping off the end, and then you'd fall down, and the grenade would blow your body up. And, oh, man, over and over again. You're the main reason cousin. why your team always lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We would Kim, add to the you're 0 and 15. <laughs> Guys, watch this. <laughs> dude. Is the ragdoll effect on the body? Oh, Get bro, the here. OG Battlefront 2, one of the greatest games ever made. Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> It was such a satisfying, like, shooter, because it wasn't, like, 
it was right before like the the first person shooter thing like took over and like Call of Duty and shit yeah. came out. So it was yeah. still like kind of janky, but it was so satisfying. Just fucking it was like really satisfying. And you could be fucking Jedi's and shit. I will say though, the new Battlefront two that isn't new anymore, but like the newer one is amazing. Oh, we should get that again. We had a great time playing together. Did you play that with me? Yeah, you and me and Steve played a lot. Get it, bro. I have it. I have it. Because we played it a lot. Yeah, let's play it more. It's so fun, dude. Okay. Yeah. All okay. right. Hey. Okay. You don't gotta dude, you don't gotta convince awesome. me, guy. Hey man. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I'm fucking free. Perfect. Maybe. If I'm not playing Valorant, you should play Valorant. I did play Valorant. And I'm a great shot at Valorant. I'm a great shot, but I'm not good at any of the other stuff. Yeah, the game sense of it. I know. Just wait. Like, some friends that I play with now are so fucking good at this game. And they carry me through the game. I also really want to play um, Warzone again, dude. Warzone's so fun. I was addicted to Warzone for a while. I remember when we played back when we were all streaming... Um, and you, me, and Steve would played like frequently, and then we got oh. that one win uh, on Steve's stream, dude. That was so fucking tight. And then Steve fucking Venmoed you and me twenty bucks <laughs> for winning. Yeah, because uh, someone in the chat was like, "If oh, you guys win, yeah. like Steve has to." I'll give you sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah bucks. something like that. No, they paid Steve right, right, right. money, mm-hmm. and then Steve was like, "I'll give you guys some. I'll give you some. I'll give you guys some. I'll give you guys some off stream. Off stream. I'll give you guys some. Obviously, obviously off stream. I don't want people to know. Yeah." But bro, um, God, that's so fun. I would love to play Battlefront Two with you. I'd also love to play Warzone with you. I don't know if I'm down to play Valorant. Um, Valorant's kind of my like main bitch right now. Right, you would. But I think I'm, I'm definitely in the market for another game that I would play for months. Yeah, and get I'm fucking down good, like you know I mean? to and play with my friends and have a good time. I'm a hundred percent down to download Warzone right after this fucking podcast. I don't know if Warzone's my game. You would have so much fun, though. I think I have a game, a different game. I don't know what it is yet. What what are you feeling? I've got another game coming. I don't know what it's going to be, and that's what we'll play. And then perhaps back to Warzone. Do you want to down? Well, because Warzone is fucking like 100 gigs. It takes so long to download. But Battlefront 2. I was the fastest center in the world. Great, man. Fuck. Battlefront 2. What's up? We'll take a lot less to download, so we can... Battlefront 2, I'm definitely down to just play. Let's do just it. Get Let's play. just do it. That's the next game, then. Let's play. Yeah. I'll play with you on or off stream. Dope. I love it. Okay. That could be my warm-up game or my follow-up game. Fucking sick. You know what I mean? So I'm down. All about that, man. But, bro, I'm let me, let me that, just bro. say right you now, um, we do have some callers. I'd love to hear from the callers, man. I'm hearing the phone ring, so. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, now. We're getting a caller. What's that? Hey, guys. Um, I actually recorded, like, a pretty funny version of this voice memo, but yeah, then it started back. to get real. And um, now, like, I don't know. So, um, hey, guys, it's Ultron here. And hey, I'm Ultron. calling from Canada. Big fan. Yeah. Fun fact, I was actually going to call about this and talk about this on the Good Job James streams. Over the summer, good times, man. Talk about your dreams and your future. If you were there, you know. So I had the option of going to film school in New York after high school, but I decided to take a look at what I had actually done with film, and I didn't think I was going to make it. You know, Um, just with what my work ethic was and 
how much I'd been focusing on my grades of getting into film school versus actually like making films. So yeah, I made peace with my choice and I'm like, fuck it. I'll do pre-law in a university in my hometown. You know, it's a, it's, it's a solid, um, direction to go in. Um, but you know, COVID happened and I'm stuck in my boring ass hometown. Um, totally unfulfilled and just really reconsidering my shit. So that was a long ass story, but, um, guys, I had some specific questions for you, but honestly, I think what it boils down to is I know what I need to do and, um, I just can't make myself do it. You could say I'm in a rut and I have the camera, you know, like I have the social skills to go and like talk to people. Mm -hmm. I have like, I probably maybe have the support of my parents, which is also good. I'm just like, it's my headspace, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's different for everybody. You know, I know it was like, um, like when Steve was talking about just doing bullshit on his computer for whatever months after Sugar Pine and like, um, James, I know you went through something, um, similar ish, um, fairly recently. And I just like, if you have any advice on how to get over yourself or like get into yourself, but Mm -hmm. yeah, like I just like, I will take whatever I can get from you guys. Um, yeah. This is the Crimson Cowl signing off. Crimson. Bye. Bye. My guy. You're talking to two people that entirely understand. The kings. You're talking to two kings right now. (laughs) Who who entirely understand what you're going through. Obviously not the specifics because everyone's different, but... But exactly what you're going through. But 100% like wake up in your bed, live your life. We know what you're going through. And, um, first of all, you know, I'm a, I'm an advocate for education and college and film school specifically. However, just because you're not, you decided not to do film school, that doesn't mean you can't pursue film period. So if that's even a thought in your head, get it out of your head because, like the the cool thing with the film industry and being a filmmaker is it's not the type of job or career that you need to go to school for. It might help in certain aspects, but and I think I said this on last week's podcast, like 90% of all that you learn, all your experience comes from working on set, working in the industry. Period. That mm-hmm. 10% foundation you get in film <clears throat> school can still be learned outside of school. Um so it's like the connections are good in, in film school. Yeah, to an extent, know? depending on where you go and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. like, um, so don't think that because you didn't choose film school, that's that's going to hinder you at all. It's not. Um, I don't know where you from or where you from. I don't know where you're from or if you mentioned. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, but most cities have somewhat of a of a presence of the film industry, or maybe a nearby, more major city would um there's always ways to get your foot in the door um about the whole like knowing what you have to do but not being able to do it that resonates with me so hard i can't even explain 
because, and that's just saying that, like just you sharing that with us makes me realize you are a creative person. You, you should be a filmmaker. You should pursue that dream and that ambition because it's there. It's there mm-hmm. in you. You know what I mean? Because if you didn't have that and you just like wanted to do film because it seemed fun or something like that, which it is a lot of fun, but like it, it, it seems like you're, heart and your mind is in the right place of like the alignment of what your passion is. You know what I mean? Um, and getting out of your head is one of the hardest things to do. I was in that for the longest time. And like I was kind of saying earlier, I'm just now, not just now, but like in the past, like six months, I'm coming out of my own head where it's like the, the bad in your head where you're, you're the reason why you're not making things or progressing in any way. You know, mm-hmm. um, but, w- and it's tough because there aren't like clear cut answers, you know, like getting momentum in any way. Like you said, you have the camera just, and just like what I said about the TikTok thing, right? It's like, if you have an idea, just make it, fuck it, just make it. And it's the first thing is the hardest thing because it's going to be so much overthinking and so much pressure that you put on yourself, but you got to just make that first thing because then the, you rip the bandit off and then you're rolling, baby. Um, yeah, <clears throat> it can be tough when the main goal is to do something you love and that makes you happy. And I, I, I sometimes will, you know, be doing these things because I usually have a good grasp on, on not letting myself get in my own way. But it still does happen. But for the most part, I know how to get through it. I know how to just push myself through it. And it's very unique to me. And it's literally like just making sure. And maybe these are good things that everyone should try anyway. But it's literally like. You should be getting a normal amount of sleep, going to bed at a normal amount, like a normal time, eating good foods, like get up, go for a run, like treat your body and your mind right to put yourself in the biological, scientific headspace and physical condition condition to 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 be in the right mindset to do what you want to do, because that's going to be likely your best odds of of being ready to jump into it. Um, And then there's sometimes where then you just you feel like you're forcing yourself to do it and you're like, but I know like this is what I normally love. I'm just like not having a good time and or whatever. You're, you're not digging what you're making. So you're, you don't love what you're doing in that moment. So you're just like, I'd rather just fucking play some video games. And that sucks because that I don't have the answer for. That I don't have the answer for. That is something that... That's where grace comes in, baby. Comes in pass. It comes in pass. Like comes and goes, you know, uh, like you'll have a really fucking uh, inspired work heavy period of time and then you'll just have a time where you're very lenient with yourself of being able to chill and and stuff like that and like you said you got to have the grace to uh, afford yourself that time until you that time runs out usually the time runs out you you either start to feel guilty uh, or, or you start to feel fire normally it starts with guilt and then that guilt turns into motivation to do it which is the fire and then you use that fire and you're back 100 the the down period can last, you know, for some people two weeks, for some people two months, for some people two years. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're going to, once you get through a cycle where you're very aware of it, uh, up and then down and back up again, then you can, you know, at least not question it. I think I've been through it enough that I don't really question it. I know where I'm at. I know sort of how to get through it, and I just do it um, and don't yeah. dwell on it too much. And it sounds like you're in that place that Clay's talking about where it's like you're in the, you're in the low, 
right? You're in the, the no motivation or inspiration or whatever. And now like you, everything about you is screaming, like, do it, just do it, just do it. Like get out of it. You know what I mean? So it seems like you're at that point where you're ready to get fucking going. Mm-hmm. So you're seeking help. It's like, it's the, almost like yeah. the end of the guilt phase where you're like, okay, what, what's going to flick the switch from you right now? Mm-hmm. You know, is some advice going to flick the switch? And like, you're, it's, it's a progression. There is no answer. You're at a turning point. Yeah. You know? And take that because uh-huh. you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself. No one else is going to take that risk for you or take that chance, take that step. Only you will. And I promise you, you will take that step and you're going to figure it out because mm-hmm. that's life. You, f- you figure shit out. And I'm excited for and you. Everyone's figuring it out too. That's something everybody's. That oh my you, god! You, you always feel when you're going through your low that like it's just you. Everyone around you thinks you're a piece of shit, and they've got everyone's got it all figured out. What's wrong with me? Why? Why do I feel like shit? Um, every single person is just at a different stage of the cycle of whether they've got the motivation or they're down or they're feeling guilty about it or they've got the fire and haven't started or they're good. It's mm-hmm. just that everyone's constantly Easily. figuring it out, and that's the all beauty the time. of it. That's the beauty yeah. of it, dude. That is so fucking it's relatable true, to everybody. What you just said. Like everybody is, you know, in one of those five stages. Mm-hmm. And um fuck I, I, I what was it? Oh, you wanted to show me your titties. Right. And then so check these out. <laughs> <laughs> um but oh yeah, that that's a that's a the good thing, the beautiful thing about it is that you're not alone in that place. You know what I mean? And like I always like having conversations like these or, you know, any situation where we can give advice like this because it helps me share and Clay share with you that one of the most important things is realizing that you're not alone in this, that you're not like Mm -hmm. the one person that isn't figuring it out, you know, like I'm stoked for you. I feel like a lot of people don't hear that when they're in their low. 100%, they hear people dude. going like, you're going to get through it, man. It's all good. Yeah. And like, that doesn't make you feel good. If anything, you're just like, well, I don't feel like I'm going to. So that doesn't help me. But yeah, maybe maybe hearing that like, just so you know, it's okay. And there's lots of people feeling. We've been in exactly that. Exactly how you're feeling right now too. Yeah. You know? We've been in that. We are in that. You know what I mean? We're just like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's an, it's the ebb and flow of life. And especially being a creative, wanting to, having that desire and that like need to express yourself in a creative way but not necessarily knowing that's like, bro, it's like when you fucking have a sneeze and you can't let that sneeze out. That's what it feels like when you have that in you, that creativity that you want to express, because it's like if, when you're a creative person, one of the only ways that you can genuinely express yourself is through some sort of creative outlet. And so when you don't have that or you don't know exactly what that is, it's like this fucking uncomfortable feeling, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody has to find what that is for each person. Like with clay, it's music with me, it's film and they overlap too, but it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and it and might cool. be different things yeah. throughout too. Like just, just enjoy the journey too, Capture because it, you're going to do it. Do what makes you happy. Steve actually has a passion for a lot of things, which in certain ways hold you back, but in, in a happiness and fulfillment way, um, it's very beneficial because if he feels like being a fucking animator for two months and put on the fact that he's very talented at everything he does, he can animate and enjoy that and, and get that, you know, creative inspiration out and, and be good at it too, which is a bonus. But like, yeah, just do what, what you want to do at that time. And this is James guys. James is right here as well. 
Hey guys, James here. Um, What's up? I'm Clay James. This is James James. No, entirely though. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope that um, any of the things that we said helped you. Um, fucking, not, hey, stay in touch. Let us know how it's going. Hey, give us an update. And we do have another caller here, actually. Barely. <laughs> hey, Gibb and James. Big fan of your work. Watching your channel since 2018. Uh, and uh, my question is for James. As you know, James, you are known as the film school guy. So my question is for film you. Film school guy. Mm. Um, I, I am 20 years old and I've been making short films with my friends for, I don't know, uh, for past cu- couple of four years. And I have a huge interest in filmmaking. But my family's financial condition doesn't seem to it doesn't doesn't seem to be that great. So fi- film school doesn't seem like a doesn't seems like an option for me to go. So my question is for you is that uh, do you have any tips for people like me who can't go to film school or want to work in the industry? Thank you and I hope great success for you for both of you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my um, brother. We fucking wish that same thing for you. Um, yeah, I mean, shit. Take a listen to, you know, some of the stuff we were saying for the last caller as well, because I like that totally. we get a lot of these, like, film questions and shit. It's just, like, yeah, it's real shit, you know? And, like, being a person that is myself figuring it out and, like, you know, chasing this dream, um, I like to give back any amount of advice or knowledge that I've gained up until now to people that are, you know, at an earlier stage or trying to figure this shit out. First of all, I want to say something. You're 20 years old. You have time, my friend. You have time. That's another big thing in life is you see all the people around you, maybe they're doing similar things or in whatever field they're in and they seem so successful and blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about that shit, dude. Like you need to find your way and, and your voice and your vision and give it enough time to actually have that, you know? Like, with the whole film school thing, like what I was saying before is you don't need it necessarily to get into the film industry and work in the film industry and be a filmmaker. I didn't go to school, by the way. I didn't go to he film school. He didn't go to a day of any school, dude. Dude, not kindergarten, not day one. Not kindergarten, not day one. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Clay didn't go to film school. Steve didn't go go to film school. Like, yeah, I you really don't need to. I understand wanting it, and it's and, a luxury. I would. It say is that, a luxury, and I understand. To have like, had that, but I understand. We here, baby. We here. Yeah, we're here. You know what I mean? Like, find the ways that you can in your community, in your network of friends and people that are like-minded to make these things. And now, like, there are so many different ways that you can learn these tools without a single day of film school. And I understand, I think you said that, you know, you might not have the same support from your family. Totally understandable. Like, and it's tough because I, not only coming from, like, a, 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 a... a troubled family, but I did the support that I did have was doing film school. Like I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I did have that support to k- pursue film school. Um, but if you don't have that, understand that at the end of the day, you know it sucks when I don't know if you're still living at home with your family or you're still dependent on your family. But at the end of the day, you are 20 years old. You're an adult. You can make your own decisions in life, and nobody can take that away from you. 
and it mm. might be hard at first because uh, you know they might not approve. But at the end of the day, the only thing that you can do is is what's right for you and follow and your systems. own dreams. Mm-hmm. And what? there's also systems. If if you did want to go to film school, you can. There there may be systems for you to get a, a certain type of loan or or, or grants and right. things like that. You could work a part time job. For did he say it was financial? Support financial. Or? I believe it was financial support. Um, so yeah. there, there is always ways. I also came from a poor family. I didn't have a nickel or a dime um, thrown my way to, to support what I wanted to do. Granted, I didn't go, but I there was a world where I was going to go to film school, and I luckily didn't have to because of YouTube and stuff like that. But um, I was going to get a loan or a, and a grant that would have paid for it, and I wouldn't have put any money, or my family wouldn't have put any money. So mm-hmm. do your research as well to see you know, what you could have assisted to you. And then you could, if, if film school was the way and you're like, I, I don't think doing the, the independent thing is my vibe. I, I need a, a system to get started in there to get, even get my confidence, get my foot in the door. Then you could work a part-time job for two years and save every damn penny and then get a loan. And then you're, you're in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's always, always a way I was yeah. a Canadian and I was going to get um, a school, a school visa in America to go to film school in America um, and didn't have to, but that was going to be, that was my plan A. Yeah. You know? hundred um, percent. Like, and, so, and especially too. Well, there's like, a will, there's a way. hundred percent, man. And like taking that time off and not doing film school. I had fr- friends in film school who were five, six, seven, eight years older than me who didn't figure it out that that's what they wanted to do until later or couldn't go to film school at the, uh, at an earlier point in their life, you know, right out of high school or something like that. So like, it's always going to be there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It might take, you know, a couple of years in order for you to actually get there, but film school is always going to be there. And if anything, mm-hmm. it's only going to continue to grow, you know, like the, the different schools and shit like are amazing, but like even online stuff, like there's so much you could do to pursue that knowledge and that education that might not be like the traditional way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. knowledge is out there to be consumed in a million different ways. 100%, you could learn, man. You could learn so you know, much you want to learn on, on YouTube, man. I still mm-hmm. fucking, I learn shit on YouTube every fucking day about different film stuff. James just learned what ISO was. Yeah. International sc- Screaming Contest. International <laughs> Screaming Otter. <laughs> otter. An International Screaming Otter. It travels from country to country, just screams. And fixes your camera for you. It's crazy. But yeah, yeah man, that, um, best of luck to you. Like, truly... Um, and, and like what we were saying with the, with the previous guy, you know, everyone's at a different stage of figuring it out. So the stage that you're at right now, continue working at it. Continue figuring it out because it's clear that it's a passion of yours. So that passion is not going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, even if it doesn't happen as soon as you'd like, you, because that passion is in you, you will be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Fact. Yeah, totally. Exactly. We should get out there and do it. Um, and something I always say is feels like there's a million things you have to do to get to where you want to be, but it is not a million things all at once. It's only one thing at a time. It's like climbing a ladder. You literally do the one thing. Once it's accomplished, there's another one thing. So there's only one thing to do right now. Fact. One thing to do. 100%. Just do that one thing. Every day, do one thing. Or Bro, we're like motivational speakers, man. Like, only better. Yeah. Only better than that, dude. Like, yeah. Fuck, Dude, bro. Gary V, more like Gary fucking suck my PP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the call, though, my man, and best of no luck problem. to you. And like I said to the last guy, keep us updated, man. We care about you guys, and we want to see you 
succeed and be happy in life and do the shit that you want to do. You know what I mean? Well, so I like you succeed, but not past us. Oh, no, no, no. So we're here. You will forever <laughs> be here. And so we'll uh-huh. be going up together. Uh-huh. Yeah. But make no mistake, you will not reach even where we are right. here. Right. We might go here. You might go here, which is here to here, here to here. We went from here to here. Right. Keep that in mind. Past here, the stars. Mm-hmm. The stars. The, the stars. stars. But again, thank you, man. And best of luck to you. Best of luck to you. And um, yeah, we only had two callers, but those were two great calls. Those were great calls. Two man. great calls. You know, you know if you, you want to send us call, any audio call. or video messages and ask us anything or talk about anything, fucking it can be anything. Um, send us. You can share, you can share your poop stories. You can share your poop stories. This one was crazy. This one was green. <laughs> guys, check this one out. What do you think, guys? Let me know. Rate, to, rate it one to ten. But yeah, send us uh, your audio or your video message to beyondthepinemail at gmail.com, and we'll, we will check those out. Um, and we love you guys, and we appreciate those. We love getting that chance to fucking um, engage with you. Fuck with you. We fuck with you, for sure. That's for sure. I'll just cut my tongue. Um, yep. I'm going to wrap it up here because I'm hungry as a, as a little boy who's never eaten in his life. Um, James is hungry oh, like a wolf. Baby. Let me give a quick shout-out, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Honey. Um, thank you so much, honey, for sponsoring this episode of Beyond the Pine. And yeah, guys, um, fucking stay tuned for Clay's new music, Whales Talk new music, and 25th. Follow me on 25th. TikTok got, at Good Job James. I'm gonna be posting some dumb, funny shit on there. And yeah, um, we appreciate your support, your continued support over the years. And we hope you have a beautiful day. I'm jerking off a stranger. <laughs>